0: This is the Organizational Health Advantage podcast with Keith Hadley and James Spelton, Principal Consultants at
1: Table Group. They're in the business of coaching leaders to build strategic focus and cultural alignment that leads to amazing results. This podcast is for leaders who are looking to increase productivity and morale while decreasing politics, confusion, and unwanted turnover. Welcome to the Org Health Advantage.
0: Welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us. I'm James. And I'm Keith. And we've got a great topic today, Keith. Why don't you start us off? What are we What are we calling this show? Yeah, the, the show is the Mindset Shift. And it's the mindset shift
1: around accountability. And I, I think, actually, we might do a couple more Mindset Shift podcasts. But today, Agreed. we really want to dive into something everybody loves to hate, and that is accountability.
0: Yeah. And wouldn't you say that, like... All leaders struggle with this at some level. Like it just is one of those things that's hard to like hard to do and hard to gear up for, and and maybe we even overthink it sometimes.
1: Oh, totally! In, in fact, at, at table group, everybody, lo- I, James, how often in the first like five minutes of a, of an offsite with the client, the words hold hands, trust fall, or kumbaya. Will come out of somebody's mouth until they actually start working with us, and then we they realize quickly we're actually going to push them pretty hard into some pretty uncomfortable territory. And and accountability is is always that spot that's so uncomfortable for most teams and for most leaders. So we do kind of like to set it up as a mindset shift, and and we want to acknowledge that it's always going to be hard, uh, but we can make it a lot more normal and a lot less hard
0: if we approach it the right way. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the other thing that like comes up when people are talking about accountability and leaders are talking about like how they might approach it, what they're fearful of is always so extreme. Like they'll right. say, well, I don't want to crush their spirits or, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't want them to quit. And it's like, why, why do we go to the extremes of these? And so, you know, I think, I think when we, that's a, a mindset shift in itself at the very beginning is like, let's not think in extremes when we think about accountability.
1: Yeah. Gordon Blocker, one of our friends and colleagues uh, said something that struck me with the client. And that is, we think of accountability as like there's huge dramatic event, some massive gap in behavior or performance that we're trying to close in one giant conversation. And he's like, hey, accountability is just a series of annoying reminders more than it is a dramatic conversation. So why don't we let's dive into what kind of the the mindset shift? I don't know. Do you want to kind of go back and forth one at a time or or I could talk the left side of the column. You could talk the right side.
0: No, let's just go take up one by one.
1: Okay, all right. I'll, the left side of the column, and then you answer the right side. The, on the left side, okay. people think of accountability as negative. What's the mindset shift?
0: The mindset shift is to positive, because we are trying to make improvements. You know, we are trying to find the best solutions, and so this is all a good thing. It even even behavioral improvements. We are trying to make those because it's better for us. It's better for the team. It's better for the organization. And so at the end of the day, these are positive because they're, they're positive for the organization and decisions we've made.
1: Yeah. You've held me accountable many times and just, it's always like, hey, we're friends, right? So let me tell you something that's going to help you. So it's positive. So the second is we think of accountability as punitive. So we have negative, punitive. What's the shift?
0: Yeah, that's to protective. Um, You know, we do this because we care about each other. You know, you've done it with me. I've done it with you. I would say you've probably done it with me more often, uh, deservedly (laughs) so. But we do it because we care about each other and we're protecting each other. And what are we protecting? We're protecting decisions we've made. Uh, We're protecting the output that we we give and the results we try to show to the client. We're protecting the table group. And all of that is true for our clients, too. They're protecting decisions they've made. They're protecting each other. They've got each other's backs. Uh, and They're protecting the organization. And so this is, again, it's even positive protection, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll often ask clients uh, that struggle with accountability, say like, well, hey, you know, is it possible for somebody to have really good motives and intentions, but yet be lacking in some area of their leadership or, or work? And the answer is like, oh yeah, of course. Like, well, what if that someone was you? Would you want to know it? Like, yeah, of course I'd want to know it. Okay. You're like, why would you want to know it? Well, so that I could change it. Well, of course. So right, so accountability should be positive. It should be protective. Uh, Most people think of accountability as reactive. We wait until something has gone wrong and then we hold somebody accountable. How do we reframe it?
0: Yeah. So the third mindset shift is being proactive about it. And as yeah. you just stated, sometimes we wait for a deadline and then have accountability. But what we would suggest is you're checking in on things and yeah. being proactive around this accountability. Hey, this, this seems like it might be getting off the tracks or this seems like it's going to go past the deadline or, and then yeah. how do we help? You know, yeah. We've got each other's back. So if we're checking in on things in a proactive way, it shouldn't actually get behind or past the deadline without some, at least conversations to see how we can help the person.
1: I, I'd i be willing to bet that most people would view, uh, like if if somebody were to come to you and say, hey, I care about you and I care about this project, we're about halfway through the the, the time frame. you know, how are you doing? Is there anything I could do to help? Uh, I was just noticing things seem to be getting a little bit behind. What do you need from me? Most people wouldn't even think of that as accountability. And yet that's what we mean by accountability, right? They're like, oh, wait, that must be some other thing. Like there's got to be a different name for it. Pro-accountability. I don't know.
0: All right. Well, you know, somebody we go back to a lot and reference a lot is Alla Malali. And yeah. I think the interesting thing here, in fact, on all three of these so far is he really said like, hey, the meetings are going to hold people accountable because we're going to be right. checking in on progress that they're making on individual and team goals. And uh, and so we're going to we're going to know when things are off track and we're going to be able to get back on track as a team and help each other. And uh, and he just his point was like, yeah, of course, we're going to do it in a proactive way so that things don't fall behind. Right. Right. Although we've seen too many teams try to
1: use a spreadsheet or a color in a bubble as like, oh, that will be the thing that will provide the accountability. And we'd say, no, you still have to open your mouth and you still have to say something uh, and yeah. you still have to offer or to call it out. Uh, so yeah. the, the the fourth one is kind of right in a line with this is that we. We often think of accountability as something that's only a boss to a subordinate. So it's it's like vertical. I realize we're in a podcast. I just made a vertical move with my
0: hand. Uh, how do we see accountability? Peer to peer, you know, Yeah, uh, for a few reasons. One, uh, when you have that healthy dynamic on the team and it can be peer to peer, you know that that's a culture where everybody on the team has each other has each other's backs. Um, we're thinking less siloed. We're thinking more about collective results. Um, we're there to support each other. It also allows the leader to focus on other things in running this team or running the organization, and so they don't always have to be the accountability person, by the way, that gets really taxing for one person yeah. to always be the accountability police and yeah. Uh, yeah. and so. It really helps when other people can step into it. But having all of those three previous mindset shifts makes it a lot easier for it to be peer to peer.
1: Yeah. Uh, time for a quick story. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was with the client uh, two weeks ago, and it was really interesting. They, it was our second offsite. And so we were checking in on uh, kind of comparing the product roadmap to uh, what the sales focus had been. So we had the head of revenue, the head of product in the room, and we had a little bit of a suspicion that they weren't quite on the same page and and it came out early on. And these are good people, they love each other. And it was a very positive conversation, but it was really frustrating because they felt like, all right, somehow over the past three months, there's been a drift in what our product roadmap has been focused on and what the sales guys were out there really pushing and emphasizing And there is a sense of just a, a tangible sense of frustration, like we had lost time. And, and I, I asked the question, well, first of all, if whoever had that sense should have been able to bring it up between those two executives, uh, certainly the people that were reporting up to them were feeling that tension and that drift. But I also asked the question of the whole team, like did anybody in the room have a sense that this was happening and, and, in a vulnerable moment, the, the head of marketing raised her hand and just said, yeah, a I, I, couple of weeks, uh, you know, at least a few weeks ago, I noticed that they, these two weren't quite on the same page and I probably should have said something sooner. And and that we would say, absolutely, right? If, if you were being positive in your intent, you were being protective in your, in your purpose, you were being proactive, then you would have said something the instant you saw something, even if you were wrong, right? Just say it. Uh, and it would have been peer to peer. Um, in this case, like, you know, the, uh, the people that were closest to the action were in the best position to see it. So that's what you can avoid. You could avoid maybe 90 days or 60 days of delay by, by shifting your mindset.
0: Yeah. And, and, well, I was just going to say, that's what all of this is about. You know, accountability is one of the levels of, the, you know, the five behaviors of high performing teams. And and we would say this is all about making faster, better decisions, implementing in a faster, better way, getting faster, better results. And, uh, yeah. and what you just talked about said, oh, yeah, there was a delay because we actually weren't having the right conversations.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we avoid it because it's hard. And yet there's like real tangible business results, uh, organizational results that are tied to our being willing just to kind of step in and do something like this. Okay. The last mindset shift is all of us try to avoid accountability, right? We avoid giving it and we avoid seeking it out. So what's the shift?
0: It's granting permission, you know? Being and leaders, leaders really need to set the tone for this early on. But it's granting permission that if if you're on this team, we're going to engage in this way and you're going to see that we do it in a positive, protective, proactive and peer to peer way that is all in your best interest and ultimately in the best interest of this team and this organization. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, it's a mindset shift because not every organization acts this way, behaves this way. And uh, when they come into it, they might see like, oh, this is different. You know, Uh, they might be a little bit more guarded. But after a while, they'll come to appreciate it because it is it is about making themselves and everybody else better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We have a team assessment that we give uh, at Table Group and three of my favorite statements under accountability kind of define some of the areas where permission should be given. And one is like team members can point out one another's behaviors that are holding the team back. Uh, Second is team members question one another about their current approaches and methods. And the third is team members are quick to confront problems in their respective areas. And we think of, man, confronting a problem, questioning somebody's approach or their method, pointing out a behavior, like that's all super uncomfortable, but if we can do it through that lens of you know my intent here is positive, my intent is to close or to bring up a small gap that might be there at the risk of being wrong, and maybe there is no gap. But if we can if we can do that, just think of of, of the power that that can
0: unlock on a team. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and you said something right there at the end that I think one of the things that prevents people from doing this in and engaging in this is because we feel like we have to be right when we hold people accountable. Um, Right. And it's like, actually, if we if we lean on positive and protective and proactive, what we're really giving somebody is some data from our point of view that they can think about. We don't have to have that that tension of being right, knowing we're one hundred percent right before we give that feedback is like, hey, I I was seeing this. Maybe you could think about this. And uh, and if you see improvement needed, great. Um, Or I'm seeing you get overwhelmed with other stuff. And how can we help you uh, to achieve the most important results that we need to get to? You know, yeah. All yeah. of those things, again, are something that we don't go in as a judgment. We go in as positive and protective and proactive.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Uh, the idea of permission, we think of that as something that I need to give. And so let's explore that for a second. Um, yeah. It could be simple as like, hey, here, here's something I've been working on lately. Uh, if you see me doing that, like I, I, I tend to talk too much and too long Where I tell too many stories when I'm in an offsite. And so I'll always tell my colleague who I'm working with, which often that's you like, Hey, here's, here's a behavior I'm working on. If you see me doing that, like, give me a signal. I was with Bill Weingartner last week. And from the other end of the table, he was doing like the headline signal, like the wrap it up headline. And I was like, thank you. And I just pointed out to the whole group. I was like, Hey, you guys need to know, Bill was just giving me the signal that I'm going on too long on this. So I'm going to stop talking right now. And they all left and it was great. And it kind of modeled what we're talking about. And I'm not going to lie, like in in the moment, I was like slightly embarrassed because I was like, oh, crap, I'm doing it again. Uh, But it was a good example to the team. And then it was just a good
0: reminder to me, like short it up. Time is short. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as as I've been listening to you throughout this, um, I've thought of like, we could do a mindset shift on even just the verbiage of accountability. Yeah, and maybe it's a mindset shift from accountability to supportability. Ooh, that's a good one. Supportability, or, helpability. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought of it. So there's probably better wording, but you know where I'm getting to. <laughs> like it's like, hey, we're going to call out. We're going to call out behaviors that are unproductive because actually we want to support that person and we want to support the team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What about, did I already say this protectability? You didn't, but that, that one is work. good
0: too. Yeah.
1: Cause it has to start with P cause all of these coincidentally, I swear this is a coincidence. All of these start with the letter P. I guess it's just something about the English language, but positive, protective, proactive, peer-to-peer permission. That's how we do protectability. Um Yeah. The the other thing I thought of James is something you said once that has stuck with me is when somebody gives you accountability, especially when you haven't like specifically asked for it. You talked about this phrase a soft landing. T- talk about that.
0: Yeah. Well, um we just talked about like hey, don't have the the tension of having to be right when you give somebody some feedback or some accountability or supportability. Um But also when we're on the receiving end, we need to realize it is hard to give that feedback. And we need to think like, okay, I appreciate it. I might not agree with it, but I appreciate that they're coming to me probably because they care and they didn't go to somebody else and talk behind my back. And so now I can trust them even more to to bring truth to me and speak truth to me, even if it's a little bit uncomfortable. And so I want that more. I need to give them a soft landing so they, they'll they do it again. And what that would mean yeah. is like, hey, I am i don't know if I agree with that, but I thank you for that. Yeah. Is yeah. how you would do that.
1: We, we do the uh, team effectiveness exercise at the end of our offsites. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and that's where just everybody on the team gives everybody else you know, just two bits of information. Hey, hey, James, here's something you do really well. Keep doing it. Hey, James, here's something you could improve. And then we always ask. I I always ask. Um, hey, how was that? Like right after somebody receives it, like, oh, that was actually pretty good. I was nervous about it. They're like any surprises? I don't think I've ever had anybody say, yeah, I was totally shocked that. For example, this team needs me to speak at more in meetings or I was totally shocked that this team thinks of me as being a little defensive.
0: Almost always it's like, yeah, know I've been working on that forever. Yeah. Or what I've heard there sometimes is like none of it was a surprise, but I'm surprised at how much I heard the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That could be you a know. surprise. Like yeah, I've that, been. Like, yeah. Wow. You all said that or Seven out of eight of you said that or, you know, like, yeah. oh, wow. OK. Um, and, well, so,
1: and I think that's where that's where a soft landing includes, like, having enough of an open mind that if you get that feedback to say, hey, there's a theme emerging yeah. here and, you know, yeah. and, and there, this is something worth paying attention to. That takes a little bit yeah. of vulnerability, a little humility to
0: really embrace
1: yeah. being on the receiving end.
0: And the, the other thing um, that I'm not surprised at now because it happened so often, but I was surprised early at when I started with table group is when we say, like, how was that almost always? It is easier to receive the feedback than to give it. You know, people are, like, yeah. oh, that wasn't bad. that That wasn't all that hard hearing it, but it was tougher to give the feedback. You know, <laughs> it's maybe one person on a team who says it the reverse, but um, and so so again, that's why we need the soft landings. Like we want to encourage people to to dive into this behavior more, um, yeah, and and then realize like, hey, if it usually is well received, then then we should be giving it more. Yeah. Yeah. You know. We think
1: you can use some of these phrases uh, just to start warming up or getting more used to giving feedback. So James, this is something you do really well. You'll say, like, hey, can I can I lean on our friendship and, and you know share something with you? And I'll say, uh, yeah, sure. And I know I'm you're you're preparing me for having to give you a soft landing because you're about to give me some feedback. Uh or it might just be a phrase that says, Hey, can I offer you a little, you know, protective feedback here? Or you know, Hey, I'm just, just trying to be proactive. You know, where are we against this deadline? I'm not saying we're behind, but just where are we? So use these phrases as a way to kind of enter into that space where we can just be much more direct and much more open and and honest with each other. So, so that's our mindset shift on
0: accountability. Any, any last thought? Well, let's just go through those five real quick. Again, uh, it was negative to positive punitive to protective, reactive to proactive, top-down to peer-to-peer, and avoided to permission granted. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. And that's protectability.
1: No, that's
0: help supportability. <laughs> Either one, those are all good, but that's the mindset shift is really where we're going. That's the from mindset a, shift. From this hard... Uh, you know, this hard behavior around accountability and, the, and what we've made that word into to this protectability or supportability. Yeah, that we're, it, we're doing it because we care about each other. Amen.
1: Amen. All right. Remember, we say being a CEO, it's really simple. It's not complicated, but it's just really hard to do. And that definitely applies to accountability. So keep doing your best work and we'll see you in our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Org Health Advantage. Your hosts, Keith and James, are helping leaders change the world of work and invite you to share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. For more resources on building stronger teams and organizational health, check out tablegroup.com. Produced by Audovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.